0: Hello and welcome to According to John. Today is a great topic. The question is what is patience?
1: Three things run through my mind, real quick.
0: We need Jesus. We need Jesus. We need <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Amen. I'm going to go with that. We need Jesus. Yeah, there we go. You know, we say don't pray for patience because, man, patience. patience. So, yeah, (laughs) it's it's a big deal. It is. And I'm telling you, we're lacking it today. We got people freaking out in stores, people freaking out on the roads. We got people leaving families, families breaking up, kids losing control. Where are the patience? Yeah, As,
1: as Christ has been pushed to the back of culture, patience is gone. It's gone your first point here what is patient great definition johnny's going to bring to you but I, I i might approach instead of saying what is patience to who is patience
0: right a great question yeah, there
1: yeah I, i'm just kind of centered on jesus
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> hey i am your host john westfall this is my co-host pastor duke her get the duke meister and we're going to go to the lord in prayer and then we're going to jump right into this because well we're impatient yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Lord, give me patience. Give it to me now. (laughs) That's right. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you and love you. Father, thank you for this time that we have together. Lord, I pray your hand upon this podcast, Lord, that you are honored, you are glorified, and we are built up. Father, we thank you and love you. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So before we get started, I just want to say thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening in. Uh, Because of you, we keep doing this. We keep going. According to John, uh, has literally been in over 100, downloaded in over 100 countries and downloaded in... 49 states. (sighs) What is it you're you're lacking? North North Dakota. Dakota. Come on. Actually, 48. North Dakota and Hawaii. Yeah. You're 49. You're missing Wyoming. Wyoming. (laughs) <laughs> he won't give me Wyoming I, I, you told me you'd give me Hawaii, no, and then
1: my people moved from Hawaii. I had I'm just saying,
0: there. so listen, if you live or if you know of anyone that lives in North Dakota. Please download according to John, just so I can say I've covered uh, that state. And then, if you would, if you know anyone in Hawaii, have them please, please, please have them download me in Hawaii. I will have covered all 50 states at that point and then send them to Pastor Duke. So that they can download Wyoming, if you know anybody in Wyoming, and then that way he will have covered all 50.
1: I'm hoping I go first, Johnny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to see Jesus? Uh, no, no. <laughs> get the fifty, all 50 states. <laughs> well, you know.
1: I, well, I'm I, 10 years older than you, so yeah, there's a good chance I'm going to be home.
0: So here's the truth. I don't care who gets there first. I just yeah. care that we get there.
1: Yeah. Isn't it amazing? Thank you, uh, audience, for tuning us in. Oh,
0: my goodness. I know
1: a lot of, according to John and Pastor Duke, the words the same family, but uh, you all mean the world to us. Yes.
0: So. Yeah. And. <clears throat> it has really helped us to exercise patience in growing these podcasts because, you know, there's a lot of hard work that goes into a podcast. And uh, I don't know that people really realize it. Each episode that we do, especially on According to John, and I know yours as well, for your preparation time and everything, you got hours in preparing. It
1: takes about six hours for me to do a podcast, then I turn it over to to John, and he does the editing and puts it all up on the wall. And uh, so uh, we're hooked at the hip here. Yeah. I need him way more than he needs me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you think about it. So it's six hours for you to do... Because it takes, uh, depending on the topic and how well we do this, it takes um, probably... 8 to 12 hours for to do, according to John, per podcast. Mm-hmm. Because of the time it takes to research it, to get all the... But y'all are worth it. You are more than worth it. And I'm gonna tell you, uh, I love you guys and I love how you interact and ask questions and respond and let me know how much you guys love it and that you're learning and you're growing and how much this helps you. That's why we do it. And I will tell you, uh, it means the world to us. So please keep reaching out and letting us know. But it does, it takes about eight to 12 hours per episode of according to John from study, uh, starting the study to finish product going up between eight and 12 hours.
1: Mm-hmm. And, but just think of this, uh, P- pastor John, it goes to the world 24, seven. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of great friends in Sweden who I never really got to minister to for, for years, and now you're
0: ministering yeah. every week, every week. And so, uh, yeah, Ardo, Sweden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and how about this? We were getting downloads in China mm-hmm. until they shut China down. Mm-hmm. Russia. We're still getting down Islamic in.
1: countries are tuning us in. And yeah. Uh, so we're, it's, it's incredible it's, how it's God is amazing. It. Yeah.
0: it is amazing. People but,
1: must surf and find us somehow, but, uh, yeah, get a big wave. What was it? Pakistan? You got a
0: Pakistan. So according to John is number one in Pakistan for, uh, for Christian, uh, podcast, it is number 18 under religious and spiritual. And it is 167th overall in their podcast, and I don't think
1: either one of us know anybody in Pakistan. I don't. So.
0: And these number these numbers come from uh, Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. so it's just amazing how it goes out and you guys listen. And I just want to take this moment to say, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, we will continue to exercise patience in producing podcasts so that you have something to tune into and to listen and learn from and praise God that you do. All right. So the question is, what is patience? And when we look at what is patience, there's I want to establish this, if you will. So there's two Greek words translated in patience in the New Testament. Uh, hupamone means, or hupom, hupomoni, I think is what it is. Hupabone. Yeah, hupamone means a remaining under, as when one bears up under a burden, and it refers to steadfastness in difficult circumstances, okay? Then you have uh, uh thumia, I don't speak Greek, uh, which is used in Galatians 5.22. And Galatians 5.22 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering. That is that uh, macrothumia, and it is long-suffering. It's a compound form of macros, which is long, and thumos, which is passion or temper. And so patience in 5.22 literally means... Long temper in the sense of the ability to hold one's temper for a long time.
1: Yeah, the word uh, endurance is part of this. Yes, We've spoken in another podcast right. about the endurance yes. necessary to earn the crowns. So patience. I just see patience. I used to see it as a virtue and. And now I just see patience as Jesus. Yeah. he it, it is Christ personified in me, came to live inside of us, mm-hmm. to take the place of what we are. Because when I am walking in my flesh, doing it my way, not yielded to him, I have no patience. Mm-hmm. Little things just really irritate me. Right. And, you know, I can get angry. Somebody's driving five miles an hour too slow, mm-hmm. and I'm just... And I get affected by that and then say, Jesus, help, just Jesus take the wheel.
0: Well, and th- think about this. How patient does God have to be dealing with us and waiting on us? Not just to come to salvation, but uh, in the process of sanctification. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a huge time frame there that God has to just go, all right, all right. Jesus, Holy Spirit, just sit down a minute. (laughs) This will be okay. (laughs) Duke's at it again. Yeah, Duke, well, yeah, we're going to, (laughs) yes. But, I mean, think about it. And so a patient person, though, is slow to anger as he waits for God to provide comfort and punish
1: wrongdoing. Not under the control of circumstances, (laughs) under the control of the Spirit.
0: Yeah. And patience is a fruit of the Spirit, and through the power and work of the Holy Spirit in our lives is the only way we can possess patience.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not in me. It's not in me. Dude, listen, if I was left to myself, I would cut someone's throat if they didn't move fast enough. And you hate to say that, but like that's that's the old, like that's the flesh that just why didn't you do this or why didn't you do that? And then I gotta remember and back up. And and I used to tell people, I still do, that um People want to jump in there and rescue someone, and, and I'll say, whoa, hold on a minute. Be patient and let God do what he's going to do in them to teach them the lesson, and then when God moves us, we'll move in to help. Mm-hmm. Be patient. Wait, wait on God. On Lord. You, got, you got to wait on God. That's it's it. a
1: huge biblical per, uh, uh, principle. Yeah, and, uh, I and, just and yet
0: it's so hard to exercise. Yeah. I love that
1: passage, and I think it's in Galatians 6, but it says, walk in the Spirit, mm-hmm. and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. And it yeah. identifies, I know that's coming here, what the yeah. works of the flesh are and what are the works of the Spirit, the fruit right. of the Spirit, we like spirit. to say. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, and of course, the, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, joy, Peace, long-suffering, which is patience, patience, right? (laughs) Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. In other words, there is nothing that can convict you when you practice these things. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I see that. And
1: I, I thought that I was going through my. Uh, there, there is no law. When people are kind of in the flesh, they see spiritual disciplines as law. I can't do this. I got to do that. It's the law. But when you're walking in the spirit, there's no of, law. There's no law. Yeah. You're just, you're just in the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, you, I found myself as a new believer, Christ's spirit came in me. I was witnessing to people. I wanted them to get mm. saved and go to yeah. heaven with me. I didn't know anything about what the word witnessing even meant. I didn't know anything about the great mission. I was doing it just in the spirit yielded to Christ. He lives in me and he just thrilled my heart and I told people about it and I was witnessing and I, I remember hearing at work, I mean at church about be a witness. And I, I told Jeannie, the girl who brought me to Christ, I said, yes, I want to do that. I, I need to do that. She said, you already are <laughs> <I'm>, really when <laughs> remember when you told the other night, uh, our friends about Christ and heaven and hell and Jesus. Yeah. That's what that's called?
0: Mm-hmm. Witnessing? Witnessing? It was a natural yep. thing. It's the work yep. of the Spirit. Yeah. And that, because you can't witness to anybody about Jesus if you don't have the Spirit in you, mm-hmm. period. Well, let me say this. Patience comes from a position of power. Ooh, say that again, John. That's so good. And people miss this. Patience comes from a position of power. The world tells you the opposite, doesn't it? It does. And, the, you know, like... Uh, a person may have the ability to take revenge, right? We and we do, or we have the ability to cause trouble for people. But patience brings self restraint and careful thinking. That's the power we're talking about. Power under control. It's power under control. We have the ability. If listen, we are powerful and the most powerful when we are when we when we practice self restraint. And we practice careful thinking. Instead of just reacting, we set back and go, "Okay, let's process the situation, and then we will respond accordingly." And I think people miss that. Well, I would also tell you this: losing patience is a sign of weakness.
1: Mm-hmm. Say that one more time, too. That's the other side of the same coin.
0: It, it's the exact exactly, because when we lose our patience. It is a sign that we do not have control over us. It is a sign of weakness. Mm -hmm. And it's also, when we lose patience, a sign that we no longer have an answer. It is a sign that we no longer are willing to extend love to the person we're dealing with. And it's kind of
1: like we're making a declaration that we do not trust God to work this out.
0: Well, because now it's all we're taking control. Yeah, we're in control. We are in full control, which and, is full weakness. Oh, and by the way, it's and, my way, not God's way, at that point.
1: Yeah, it's weakness and it's foolishness. Yeah, I, I can yeah. prove that one. I can be really <laughs> foolish. I'm good at it.
0: Yeah, you and me both. Right, we're patient through trying situations out of hope for a coming deliverance, and we are patient with a trying person out of compassion.
1: Can I tell that story I use on, a, on one of my podcasts? Yeah, please. I'm, I'm a new believer, about a year old, and I'm sold out to God. I'm running with the bus ministry at church. I show up at 8 o'clock, first one there, fill up the buses, run a bus, fill it with kids, stay for Sunday school and church, take them home. I'm back at the church at 2 o'clock. Our youth group had just gone crazy. We had started with 20. I got saved. A couple of other key people got saved, and we were just on fire. We were winning people to Christ. Our youth group swelled in about six months to about 70 people. And a guy that was working with the young people very unsuccessfully, he was a volunteer, and he was waiting for me one Sunday after church, and it's 2 o'clock. He'd been waiting for like two hours. I got off the bus, and he said, I need to talk to you. And we stood right out there, and for 45 minutes he told me off. Just berated you. Oh man. He told me I'm a tear among the wheat, and Satan sent him here to, that I was a, on an ego trip and I wasn't preaching Jesus and I was leading disciples after me and not after Christ. And he just told me off. And I had, I, I was in the spirit by the grace of God. I didn't retaliate I, on the inside. I wanted to rip his face off, but on the outside, I just like, God, you know what you're doing. I, I, I've i been serving you all day. I'm tired. I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. Just keep my mouth shut. Just keep my mouth shut. I didn't know the verse where Jesus said, if I agree with thine adversary, we're well, now in the way and he was in the way. I just agreed with him and he was all done. And I didn't defend myself. And I said, uh, Mr. Channel, I, I just want to repent and sand cloth, sackcloth and ashes. I'm so broken and I'm so sorry for my pathetic uh, I, I want, I want to help. And I, I just count myself guilty on all points. And I, if you need to take me to the, to the pastor or to the elders of the church for discipline, and if I need to be gone, I'd be glad to go with the pastor. And Oh no, 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 you don't, you don't <laughs> need to do that. And I said, well, just pray over me that I, that I'll, I'll, I'll win your confidence someday somehow. And I knew when he didn't want to take me to the pastor that he was just sour grapes mm. And within a right. month, he was gone from the church. Within two years, his son was in prison. And we fast forward 20 years. I'm at the, my pastor's funeral, 1993, August. And I walk in and I saw Mr. Channel f- for the first time in 20 years. That crazy. He came to me and we met, our eyes locked. And he walked up to me, just crumbled in my arms, and whispered, brokenly, is that a word? With with a broken heart, I am so sorry. It was just like twenty years had passed and he's still in that mm. critical moment. I had been free for twenty yep. years. And he
0: was in prison. He was in
1: prison for twenty years. He said, Oh please forgive me. I said I said, Mr. Channel, I forgave you the day you said all that. Yeah. I said if it was true, God would judge me and if if it was your problem, he would judge you.
0: And yes. what that is, is patient with a trying person out of compassion.
1: Yeah. And I felt so bad for him. And th- I learned a lot that day. And I've, I've, I, I learned that when I'm attacked, Jesus was attacked. Mm-hmm. And he committed himself unto him, the Father who judgeth righteously. I'm not who somebody says that I am, I'm not who somebody thinks that I am. I am who God
0: knows right. that I am. Yeah, as the Spirit produces patience in us, he's drawing us to Christ and making us more Christ-like. If we look here in 2 Thessalonians 3, 5, now may the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patience of Christ. That is pretty awesome, right? Now may the Lord, all caps, so that would be Yahweh, Mm -hmm. being God in his fullness, direct your hearts, into the love of God and into the patience of
1: Christ. Would you think maybe he's the potter? And we're the clay, Yeah, I think, right? <laughs> and then when that potter's hand touches that clay, it it, it it makes an indentation and it affects the clay. And if there's imperfection in the clay, it'll Take show it, up immediately. It. Oh yeah. Yes. has yeah, yeah. to stop the wheel and remove the debris. And see, he's he's working in our lives, and this is how he works. Right. He doesn't work on. Well, our that's life. like
0: the the refining by fire, yeah. with, like gold and silver.
1: Yeah, it's it it's it the is the same process. Like, you know, spiritual growth isn't. Oh, I said a prayer and now I got a raise. Oh, I said a prayer and now uh, I'm dating a beautiful girl. Oh, I said a prayer and I got a new car and all pay expenses paid. That's that's not how we grow, right? It, we grow by, by trial and by temptation and by uh, personal disciplines, and saying no to sin, saying yes to righteousness, dying to self, picking up our cross. It's a process, and it's, it's, it's a difficult process. Oh, absolutely.
0: Christ is even now patiently waiting, right? Th- and we're going to look at this and see how patience has been exercised. As we go through this, not just by the father and Jesus, uh, but through others like us, right? Elijah was a man of like faith mm-hmm. who prayed for it to rain, uh, not rain for three and a half years and it did not rain and then prayed for it to rain and it did rain. And what James in five, I think it's five nineteen, is telling us is Elijah was a great man of God, but he was like us, which says we can be like him. Mm hmm. Right. Yeah. And so we're going to, as we go through this, we'll see that. But Christ is waiting patiently to complete the father's plan. Look here in Hebrews 10, 12 through 13. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God from that time, waiting till his enemies are made his footstool. He is patiently waiting until his enemies are made his footstool. hmm. Talking about Jesus. And
1: that man, the Lord Jesus, by his Holy Spirit lives yes. in us. And that what is true for him, he makes true for us. Yep. What Yep. You know, it's easy to say this. I mean, I can frame this up and I can give the theological thing and, you know, it's Christ in me. And um, he's in, in sovereign control. He's on the throne. He's big. He's good. He loves us. He's not shaken by things. So he sits on the throne of my life, lets things go, come into my path that are way over my head. And my natural being, my old man would just wanna lash out, get even. I don't have to take that. And who do you think you are? And Jesus says, Duke, shut up.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> shut up. I'll take over the situation. Oh, uh, yes. And you know, in Christ we those are those moments when you like, Wow,
0: Lord, just take the wheel. Right. And well, it, because we have to learn how to be patient. Like Christ was patient, like the Father is patient. And that's what the scriptures tell us.
1: So the circumstances come, they're tough. My emotions jump right on Mm and ready to roll. And the Spirit of God, the patient Holy Spirit says, shut up, Duke. Listen. Mm -hmm. Get some more facts. Don't jump to a conclusion.
0: And the Holy Spirit will tell you to shut up. Oh, he tells me He's telling me (laughs) he's told me to shut up. Hey, uh, John. Shut up. <laughs> I have a pastor friend uh, in the area. He's, or, well, in a, I had a lady friend in, in North Carolina. She would tell her kids because she thought saying shut up was rude. And so she would tell them, be quiet very, very much. Thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have a pastor friend in the area. He's very mm. fruitful and I love him a lot. And um, it, it, he's like the last person to speak to something there'll be a group of preachers, four or five, six of us sitting around discussing a thing. And he's probably the most intelligent one among us. We, we pretty much all think that except for him. He doesn't think he's so intelligent and he's like the last to speak. And when he does speak, the rest of us want to like take notes right? just because he has that, that the patience of Christ. He's not going to be sucked into something he saw on TV that might've been staged. He's just going to watch and wait upon the Lord, ask a bunch of questions. My wife says, you don't ask enough questions. <laughs> I'm too quick to give answers, Right? ask questions, get, make an assessment. And when you're doing that, you're praying, Lord, give me wisdom. Lord, give me wisdom. Lord. Cause I just, I don't That's not my process. Mm -hmm. I see it. I'm moved emotionally and uh, it comes out my mouth (laughs) and I'm doing better. (laughs) But
0: I've been been practicing this for 50 years. I make a little improvement. uh, That's funny. Well, listen, God is patient with us. Yes. With sinners. Thank you, Lord. Romans two, four, or do you despise the riches of his God's goodness, forbearance and long suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance?
1: Giving us a chance,
0: Uh, another chance, and how patient is he? But also to understand, his his patience does come to an end on things, Mm -hmm. so don't take advantage of it, right? The spirit of the Lord will not always strive with man. Do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance, and patience? The riches of that, man. Do we like do we understand how? To us, that is literally riches to our life, man. So then, God's patience, uh, God's patience prevents Him from destroying the objects of wrath. What are the objects of wrath? Well, we are the objects of wrath, yeah. people, people who reject Him. Yeah. What if God, wanting to show His wrath and to make His power known, endured with much long suffering the vessels of wrath prepared for destruction? And I'm telling you, God is patient, and that prevents Him from destroying. Look what He wanted to do the Israelites, and Moses begged Him, and He would back off. Right? I mean, and, and He only did it because He loved Moses, and, uh, and He loved the people, and He loved the people. But
1: His yeah. holiness was his, was commanding Him to yeah to exercise justice, and um, but He prefers mercy. He always. God, yeah. uh, when God does an autobiographical presentation of himself, he always starts out with patience. Right.
0: Well, and Paul glorifies uh, God for his unlimited patience, right? Which saved him because Paul will tell you, I'm the worst of sinners. First uh, 1 Timothy 1.16. However, for this reason, I obtained mercy that in me first Jesus Christ might show all long-suffering or patience, right, as a pattern to those who are going to believe on him for everlasting Mm -hmm. life.
1: Oh, pattern. As a pattern. Just the way it always is with him.
0: A pattern. And he does it as a pattern for us to follow, for us that are going to believe in him. And we
1: see it when we read the life of Jesus in the New Testament. You see him with with people. They're just... (laughs) They're treating him so bad. They're like mm-hmm. missing everything, and he's just so patient. So yeah. we see Christ, the patient one, yeah. through the gospel, and then that Christ lives in us, mm-hmm. and He gives us that same patience. And when we're walking in the Spirit and we're experiencing and demonstrating that patience, I know it's Him and right. not me. Right, and that that's comforting. Yeah,
0: one of the biggest things in. Uh, that I love watching Christ show patience is with Peter uh, at the Sea of Galilee. When he comes to the beach, Jesus does, makes breakfast for them. As a matter of fact, it was one of my first podcasts. I think it was my first podcast. So if you want to go back and see how far we've come in a, in almost two years, go listen to that one. <laughs> you and had a heart on fire for God, John. Yeah, it was called uh, Breakfast by the Sea is what it's called. Yeah. It was my first podcast out. I loved it. and where jesus though s- literally sitting there preparing breakfast waiting on peter sees him peter jumps over on the other side of the boat he's he like was naked dragging his feet because he doesn't want to go talk to jesus and jesus is just patiently waiting on him to show up and then when he gets there he's like peter do you love me feed you know that i sheep. love you yeah feed my sheep peter do you love me you know i love you lord feed my sheep peter do you love me Jesus, you know, I agape (laughs) love you. God love. Feed my sheep. Mm -hmm. When uh, Jesus' patience started with Peter well before that, because Mm -hmm. long before the uh, the death on the cross and Jesus showing up at the Sea of Galilee, he told Peter, he said, Peter, Satan is looking to sift you like wheat. But when you return, when you return, mm-hmm. right, feed the sheep.
1: But I prayed for you. Jesus has us on his heart. He does. He's concerned about us, not just our performance, mm-hmm. but our person. Right,
0: right. And he, God wants us to succeed more than we want to succeed. Amen. He wants us to be righteous way more than we want to be righteous. He wants to be Proud of us. He and he patiently is teaching and teaching and nudging and encouraging and forgiving and, and, and he forgiving. Forgiving and forgiving and yeah. forgiving. And yeah. forgiving, and yeah. forgiving. <laughs> I mean, this is what Jesus does, right? And uh what I what I really find interesting is Peter in First Peter three twenty uh He highlights the patience of God, pointing out that God literally had patience upon patience upon patience for the people in Noah's day, uh, and he delayed judgment as long as he possibly could. We would read that in Genesis chapter 6, but in 1 Peter 3.20, it says this, who formerly were disobedient When once the divine long suffering waited in the days of Noah while the ark was being prepared in which a few, that is eight souls were saved through water, that he patiently waited in the days of Noah, 120 years he waited. Mm -hmm. And we know it's 120 years because that's how long it took to prepare the ark. Yeah, God wasn't in a hurry. No, I
1: always want God to be in a hurry. <laughs> well,
0: and and the other thing too is is that when God finally does go enough, and then His wrath is poured out, uh, nobody has an excuse because God was very patient with everyone. And I find it
1: interesting that the Holy Spirit would choose Peter. To write all this about patience, because Peter's the guy that wanted to call fire <laughs> down on heaven. Somebody came in the name of Jesus, but it wasn't really one of us. Let's call fire down and kill him. And Peter's the one that whopped off Malchus's ear. Yeah, garden. took
0: Malchus out at the garden. And uh,
1: Peter uh, was quick to uh, jump into a fight physically. And uh, it, Peter just didn't have patience.
0: No. But he learned patience. He did. He learned it. Yeah. Listen, today our Lord's patience gives people time to be saved. Peter, once again, Mm -hmm. tells us in 2 Peter 3.15, and consider that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation. The long-suffering, the patience of our Lord is salvation because God could kill us at the drop of a hat if he wanted to. The truth is, do because we're ungodly, and God could pour his wrath out on the ungodly in a heartbeat, but he wants all to be saved. He would have none to perish, the Bible says. And so here Peter says, And consider, consider that the patience of our Lord is salvation, as also our beloved brother Paul, according to the wisdom given him, has written to you. Paul wrote this. I'm writing this. And by the way, what I find interesting is Paul and Peter got into a huge fight in uh, Acts chapter 15 in Jerusalem because Peter's pride got in the way. Mm-hmm. Peter was wrong. He was wrong, and Paul called him out on it, but yet here we see in Second Peter.
1: Really connected.
0: Yep. Boom. Which just shows forgiveness and no resentment. We're not going to hold resentment
1: that disciple who caused jesus to need to show a lot of patience with peter <laughs> he really got it we bust his chops a lot but peter got it yeah. he, he was a sweet old guy man he's almost as sweet as john
0: yeah <laughs> listen james urges peter to be patient uh, i'm sorry James urges believers (laughs) to be patient and not to complain as we wait on Christ's return. And so we find in James 5, 7 through 11, that he uses the prophets as an example to show us how uh, they modeled patience. James uh, 7, uh, James chapter 5, verses 7 through 11, therefore... Be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and latter rain. You know, listen, farmers have to be patient. Mm -hmm. They plan it and they wait. Now, in the process of waiting, they're very productive, but we still got to wait on the fruit, right? He says here in verse 8, you also be patient establish your hearts for the coming of the lord is at hand do not grumble against one another brethren lest you be condemned behold the judge is standing at the door behold let me get your attention the judge is standing at the door verse 10 my brethren take the prophets who spoke in the name of the lord as an example of suffering and patience Indeed, we count them blessed who endure. You have heard of the perseverance of Job and seen the end intended by the Lord. That is, the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. Indeed, we have heard of Job and God's patience, and God's patience, and God's patience. And we need to have how about farmers? They're probably the most patient. Mm -hmm. I see, I draw from that
1: passage this thought God knows exactly what he's doing, yeah, but he doesn't tell us everything that he's doing. He tells us to trust him. Yeah. And so we're there, we're, we're proclaiming the the word of the Lord and we're warning people and they're not responding. And these guys were in their place where God put them in their time and they just did what God called them to do then. They just lift up their voice Amen. like a trumpet, they showed the people their sin, and they patiently waited. Patiently trusted God. I think it's also in Peter what he said in one of the early chapters that the prophets longed to know what we know. Yeah. The angels longed the
0: angels longed to, to know. know what yeah. we
1: know. Yeah. But there was always this patient mm-hmm. that God is patient. He has a plan, he's unfolding the plan, and we need to trust it, just trust it.
0: Well, and and here's the thing, because sometimes we're not always going to get the fruit that we expect. Mm -hmm. We're not always going to get the results that we wish for. The Old Testament prophets, man, they relentlessly preached the word of God to an audience that didn't want to hear it. Very
1: few were listened to.
0: Very few, right? Right. We see Jeremiah was thrown into a cistern. If you want the passage for that, it's Jeremiah 38, 1 through 16. Elijah was so worn out from his fight with uh, Jezebel that he wanted to die, right? 1 Kings nineteen one through 8. It is enough. Let me die. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I took my
1: stand and let me just die. <laughs> yeah, there's no one else. There's
0: no one else. It's only me. It's just me. And God's like, look, when you Shut get... <laughs> that's basically what he said shut up right we talked about that give him some
1: food let him get some rest and then he just sent him back to work
0: well right yeah just gotta regroup and go and you but you just gotta that have that endurance that patience of endurance the patience of knowing god's in control patience of trusting god patience in waiting for god look daniel was thrown into the lion's den by his friend the king How crazy is that, right? And that's Daniel 6, 16 through 28. And then we read earlier uh, in 2 Peter 2, 5, it says, and uh, did not spare the ancient world, but saved Noah, one of the eight people, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood on the world of the ungodly. Talk about patience. For 120 years, Noah preached the gospel.
1: Nobody listened. Drive me nuts.
0: (laughs) Right. And, and let's be honest, man, when we don't get our own way is when our patience dwindles and all of these guys, it wasn't about them and they knew it. It was about God and they just stayed steadfast at what God called them to do and left the fruit and left the bonuses and left all everything that was to come from it up to God. They said, you know what? I'm not, I'm not responsible for the rain coming. I'm only responsible to build the boat. Mm -hmm. I'm not responsible for shutting the lion's mouths. I'm only responsible to interpret the dreams and be honest with the king. Right. I mean, look at uh, Elijah. I'm not responsible for this wicked woman. I'm only responsible to speak truth and wait on God to do whatever he's going to do. And if he lets her kill me, I'll get a martyr's crime. Then so be it, right? And then Jeremiah, Jeremiah was the weak, weeping prophet, but he wasn't responsible for the response of the people. He was only responsible to preach the gospel to the people.
1: You see, his failure or success did not rest in the people. If they listened to him and repented, that'd be beautiful, but that that's not the qualification for his success. He's successful because he's listening to God He's obeying God. He's there lies his success.
0: His success is practicing patience, waiting on God to do whatever God's going to do as he does what he is called to do. And it turned out to be judgment,
1: which Jeremiah didn't want judgment and God didn't want judgment. Right. But he made it clear the path. Right. If you do this, you'll be judged. If you do this, you'll be blessed. Yep. And they didn't listen.
0: and And, and, they and, they let, had. and, well, and here's the thing. Praise God that he is patient with us, but we also have to understand and be patient with God that we're not going to get everything we want the moment we want it. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, we may never get it at all. we got to be patient. Even in our prayers, when we pray, we got to be patient and wait on God to answer. Patience is required of us on so many different facets, and it's literally just waiting for time to pass, holding God's hand.
1: Amen. Pretty simple, isn't it?
0: That's patience, dude. Yeah. I I see. Well, that's godly patience. I see the
1: facts, what God is doing. Mm -hmm. And then I see my emotional response to the immediate facts. And God says, there's more than what you're seeing. Mm -hmm. Trust me. And if I don't trust him, then I act out in impatience and make things worse. Right. But if I pull together, shut up, (laughs) listen, wait upon the Lord and say, you know what? He knows what he's doing. And I patiently watch. And when I show patience, I like the result of it.
0: Well, not only that, but when you show patience, you're showing you trust God. When you lack patience, you're telling the world you don't trust God. That's kind of the bottom line, isn't it? It is. You know, when, when you watch a movie and the guy tells his kid or his wife or whatever, stay in the car, I'll be right back, lock the doors. And five minutes go by and they're like, oh, I'm tired of waiting. And they get out of the car and they get killed. And it's like, why couldn't you just stay in the car and listen like you were told? Because you didn't trust the one that told you to stay in the car. Had you trusted them, you would have stayed in the car, right? Same way with God. The reason that we end up in junk when we don't exercise patience is because we didn't trust God when He told us to be patient. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, now's not the time. Why well, want it now? Could it's we say it this crazy. way?
1: Impatience is taking matters into our own hands.
0: Absolutely. And so here's the thing with impatience is it is the obviously the opposite of patience. And the opposite of patience is agitation. Discouragement and a desire for revenge. <laughs> yep,
1: <laughs> all the above, right? <laughs> Say that again, John. That's that's powerful.
0: But, but that is that's the opposite of patience. Yeah. Is agitation, right? I want to now get it done. What's wrong? What's taking so long? Right? We're agitated. And then just you do that. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I've had practice. <laughs> um, listen, as a pastor that started a church, and you can understand this. I can. Patience sometimes is is pressed on every side. <laughs> but then you have discouragement. God, don't love me. I'm not going to get what I want. Why am I not getting what I want? I want to quit now. It's not fair. It's not fair. Look what they're getting, and they're it's insane, right? Or the opposite of patience is a desire for revenge. Mm-hmm. God, I'm not waiting on you to avenge my enemies. I'll get them myself. Mm-hmm. That's what happens, man. Yep. The flesh is always opposite yeah. the spirit. John 14, 27 says that God does not want his children to live in agitation, but in peace. So much so that he promises us peace upon peace upon peace. Look here in John 14:27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. I'm going to give you peace, but I'm not going to give you just any peace. I'm going to give you my peace, which is what? Surety, promise, no compromise, guaranteed, sealed with God's love. And for some reason, that's not enough for us.
1: God wants us to trust him and so far in my almost 50 years of following him i'd say his record is perfect absolutely i'd say he's trustworthy Mm -hmm. and uh it's yeah he's
0: never he's never failed us i can tell you that
1: i just read uh yesterday in uh, the scriptures uh, through deuteronomy they're at the end of the 40 years wandering in the wilderness and God had made them all these promises up front never intended for them to do 40 year laps in the 40 year <laughs> lapse in the <laughs> wilderness but they
0: violated they didn't trust them. That was the thing. They did not trust they him. They didn't believe. They didn't trust him. God who holds up mile-high walls of water for them to cross on dry land instantly. God who fed them daily. God who uh, took, at every level, God gave them water out of rock. God, completely I mean completely humbled
1: their enemies, the Egyptians, took everything away. Now they got to trust Kills God.
0: this entire army in front of them, leads them with a cloud, leads them with fire. Feeds them with manna. Water coming from the rock, fire coming
1: down on the mountain. They have the perfect law of God, and now it's time to go into the land. And they, well, they, there's giants in the land. <laughs> well, they're gonna get us. We're grasshoppers. Get, yeah, they were dead meat. And
0: and God said, if you can't trust me, okay. Yep. Okay. We're gonna we're a gonna, chance. We're gonna kill off the generation that didn't trust. Yeah. We'll take the generation in that, that sees me. And it, it was funny. They said, you just brought us out here to kill us and our kids. You're a child. You're just gonna kill our
1: children. God said, What did you say? I know. I'm going to kill your children. And God made it so that every one of those children made it into the promised land. It, but those who accused them, they all died. Uh, they all died. They died. Don't accuse God. Not soon
0: enough, but they died. Yeah. Listen, God does not want his children to live in agitation. We found that, uh, read that in 4, John 14, 27. And then God wants to dispel discouragement and replace it with hope and praise. I want you to, and by the way, anytime that you show uh that you are reminded of your hope in god and you praise him for every situation discouragement goes out the window yeah every time
1: i've adopted a phrase and gone through my harder times i just say i want to praise my way through
0: yeah listen uh psalm 42 5 why are you cast down oh my soul and why are you disquieted within me hope in god and of course Uh, This isn't God talking. This is the psalmist. I believe it was David, right? Isn't this David on this one? I think so. Um, The chief uh, musician of contemplation.
1: Doesn't say who, but I'm pretty sure it's David. I think
0: it's David in this one. It says, why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you disquieted within me? And then here's the answer. Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. Mm -hmm. And he goes on. Um, how about six? Oh my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore I will remember you from the land of Jordan and from the heights of Hermon and from Hill Mazar. And he goes on my, I can't trust my, my emotions because it's cast down, But I know your faithfulness. I know what you did in the past.
1: I know you haven't changed. And I'm just going to believe. I'm going to praise you Mm -hmm. and let you change my circumstances.
0: Think about that. My soul is cast down within me. Therefore, because my soul is cast down, I will remember you and your deliverance and your hand and your love and your patience. I want to do a
1: personal application here. We came to the Albany area in 78, 44 years this, mm-hmm. this June or July, and we had a lot of moments of anxiety for the Lord to provide for our needs in those earliest days, for the Lord to provide for uh, land and, and money to build buildings, and for God to provide for our, our family and education. and all along the way and and the huge people problems that we were always in the midst of trying to help people through their stuff. And just, there, there was anxiety along the way and there was, you know, trust issues and prayer and is this ever going to work and what's going on? And you fast forward, boom, 44 years in, you know what I say? God kept every promise, God is faithful, provided every need. And I had anxieties along the way and they were real but I think they were
0: unfounded. Yep. Oh, well, they're always unfounded when it comes to God. It's like the disciples in the boat in the middle of the storm. Listen, your anxieties didn't come because God wasn't there. Your anxieties came because you weren't with God. Right, right. He was bigger. If I had, if I had a bigger view of
1: God and trusted him more, I wouldn't have had those anxieties. Yeah. I tell people the disciples are in the boat. the middle of the night. The middle of the uh, Sea of Galilee, uh, six miles or three miles from either shore. Uh, lightning and thunder, and they're fearing for their lives. Is their anxiety real? Yeah. Yeah. But is it, it unfounded? Is it unfounded? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus is right there sleeping in the boat. Like I got this. Yeah. It's I like three words: peace, peace, still. Yeah. Oh, you a
0: little faith. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And right. But I I think he has a perfect record. I don't think he's going to blow it on you, audience, or us. Nope. I think we can Listen, trust him.
0: Listen, I want you to know that we're not to avenge ourselves. The scriptures talk about that. Romans twelve nineteen. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath, for it is written, "Vengeance is mine; I will repay," says the Lord. In order for that to fulfill itself requires patience on our part. If you do not exercise patience in this then you've not given vengeance God an opportunity for vengeance you took it upon yourself. Patience says, "God, I trust you. I will wait on you." Mm-hmm. You will fulfill this in your time in your day. Because here's one of the things that I think we fail to understand. If we exercise our own vengeance, then what we could very well do is take the situation that God allowed to happen so that we could draw that person closer to Jesus. And when we avenge ourselves, all we did was drive him further from Jesus. And now God has got to do double the work or whatever it takes for him to make it happen. And if we're, listen, God's vengeance is his and he will avenge us for us. Get out of God's way, right? Leviticus nineteen twenty-eight: You shall not take vengeance nor bear any grudge against the children of your people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. Oh, when will we grab hold of that one? Sooner the better, that's for sure. Yeah. Listen, guys, I will tell you this. God is patient and his spirit, his Holy Spirit produces the fruit of patience In us if we allow him when we're patient we leave room for God to work and not just work but do big things so let me tell you something wait on God he'll work on your heart he'll work on your relationships if you lay down your schedule and you trust him and you wait on him God will change your life and everybody's around you guys rule number one when it comes to patience let God be God and trust him Hey, if this podcast has helped you please like share, subscribe and follow. And until next time, God bless.